Have you ever felt like your prayers are not being answered? What could be the problem? Hi, I am Princess Vivian. Welcome to For the Bride of the Lamb podcast. Today, our topic is He hears our prayers. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you again in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for today. Thank you for your love for us, for your blessings and favors. Father, we ask for your help. Open our hearts, our minds and understanding and teach us your word. May your word come into our hearts, germinate, take root and bear fruit that will last and bring glory to your name. We ask you of these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. The Word of God says in Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me, and I will answer you, and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So the Lord wants us to call upon him. If he is not going to answer us, why tell us to call on him? He wants us to call upon him in prayer. And he promised that he will answer and that he will show us great and mighty things which we do not know. Isaiah 65:24. Before they call, I will answer. Why they are yet speaking, I will hear. Whoa! That shows that he answers fast. He hears fast. When Jesus was on his way to raise Lazarus from the dead, he prayed, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Wow! When did he pray? Maybe in his heart as he was going towards there. But nothing has happened, but he was thanking him already that he had heard him because he knew who he was dealing with, that he wants to answer, that even before you call, that he will answer. Woohoo! Before they call, I will answer. While they are yet speaking, I will hear. This is God talking. 1 John 5:14 And this is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us Yes If we ask anything according to his will he promised that he will hear us Someone may ask what is the will of God how do I know it? Well, the Word of God is the will of God. The Word of God is the will of God. Everything in the Word of God that was not modified by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ stands today. Yes, we no longer make animal sacrifices because Jesus has come and sacrificed 
himself once and for all. Everything that was not modified by Jesus in the new is the will of God. In the old, in the new. So the word of God is the will of God. Also, the Spirit of God lets us know what God's will is for us in areas that are not mentioned in the Bible. For example, the Bible will not tell you exactly who to marry, like Mr. James, something like that. But it, the Bible told us, gave us a, a principle not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So God does not want you to marry an unbeliever because it's not going to work. So in that umbrella of marrying believers, you can now ask God to show you. You pray, ask God to show you who, and you wait for the answer. You can pray in tongues, continue to pray for it until you get a sense that you have been answered then you begin to thank God for it first John 5 15 and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him we just wait patiently for it to come to us because to God a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years time is different with God it's not the same our time and God's time are not the same that is why we need to wait but while we are waiting do not doubt just keep thanking him that he has answered as long as you prayed according to his will. 1 Kings 3.12 Behold, I will do what you have asked. I will give you a wise and discerning heart, so that there has never been, nor will ever be, another like you. There will never be another like you. This is God talking to Solomon. There will never be another like him in having a discerning heart. Of course, Jesus says that something greater than Solomon is here. So Jesus is greater than Solomon. But other human beings will not have the kind of discerning heart that Solomon had according to God. He prayed, he asked for something else and God even added that and much more, superseded what he asked for. That's the kind of God we serve. He is not just going to answer or respond to your question or answer your prayer. He will over answer them. James 1 5 If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. 
it says here if you lack wisdom ask God not just wisdom you can put in any other thing that you lack that you want God to give you if you lack finances to pay your bills ask God who gives generously to all without reproach he's not gonna scold you because you asked but he will give you freely so he is beckoning on all of us to ask these are his promises what he says about we asking he wants us to ask because he wants to do for us he wants to meet our needs he wants to do for us all those things that we want him to do for us Psalm 145:19 He fulfills the desires of those who fear him He hears their cry and saves them Do you fear God What does it mean to fear God Jesus said to Satan that it is written you should worship your God only him shall you serve but in the old testament where he took that bible passage it says you shall fear the lord your god so jesus interpreted that to mean worshiping god to fear god is not like fearing a snake is to revere him honor him and worship knowing that you and him are not in the same level think about going to see someone very important but you multiply that by how many millions because god supersedes every human being so to fear god is to humble ourselves before god and recognize that he is god and we are not we respect him we worship him and give him his due reverence So if you don't fear God, you will feel a distance from God. And when you feel a distance from God, you don't even want to talk to him. But if you are a child of God, how do you become a child of God by receiving the Lord Jesus? Because in John 1:12 he says that it's only those who have received him who have believed in his name that he has given the right to become the children of God so if you are a child of God you believe in God you honor God and you worship God when you ask he says that he will hear he will hear your cry he will save you these are his promises Matthew 7:7 7-8 Ask and it will be given to you Seek and you will find Knock and the door will be opened for you I like this part For everyone who asks receives everyone Everyone who seeks finds And to everyone who knocks the door will be opened Wow I like that. The Lord wants you to ask. 
and he promises that when you do, you will receive. He hears your prayers and he answers them. Actually, he wants to answer them. That is why he is beckoning on all of us to ask. And he says, everyone who asks, receives. John 14, 13. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. This is Jesus speaking. If we ask in his name, that he will do whatever we ask, so that the Father might be glorified. Hallelujah. Psalm 34, 17. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their problems, all their troubles, not some of them, all of them. So he hears. He hears the righteous. He says, the righteous cry, and the Lord hears. And who is the righteous? Anybody who has received the Lord Jesus as his or her Lord and Savior. His righteousness is our righteousness. He came to take our sins and the punishment due to our sins, our diseases, the curses of the law, so that he can give us his righteousness. Because the Bible says in the book of Isaiah that all our righteousnesses are like filthy rag before God. So our righteousness did not qualify. That was why Jesus came, so that he can give us his own righteousness. So if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are the righteous because Jesus has given you his righteousness when you received him. Psalm 34, 15 The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are inclined to their cry. So the Lord is constantly watching you. His eyes are on you. He got you. His eyes are on you not to harm you, but to protect you to provide for you, to care for you. He wants to answer all your prayers and his ears are inclined to your cry. 1 Peter 3, 12 For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. He answers the righteous. Those who do evil, his face is against them. He does not answer their prayers unless they pray for forgiveness and ask for help and mercy. He will answer them. Romans 8.32 He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, freely give us all things? Hallelujah! God did not spare his own son. He sent him to die in our place. So what is your bill? What is your health that he cannot fix? If he gave you Jesus, 
every other thing is nothing to compare with that he says how will he not also along with Jesus whom he had given you freely also give you whatever else you want whatever else you want God is still in the business of answering prayers numbers 23:11 God is not a man that he should lie nor a son of man that he should repent has he said and will he not do it or has he spoken and will he not make it good God is not like us we say one thing today and something comes up tomorrow we change it God is a God of his word he does not do that when he says something he will do it he has given us his word and these are what we have been reading says ask and you shall receive and everyone who asks receives he did not lie when he said that can hold on to that hebrews 6:18 so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for god to lie we who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us says it it is impossible for God to lie i like that that means i can trust him when he says something i can trust on that and ask him for it knowing that he's not going to change his mind on me like every other human being does but god is not a human god is god he is a god of his word He cannot lie. It is impossible for God to lie. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Samuel 15:29. Also, the glory of Israel will not lie or change his mind, for he is not a man that he should change his mind. The glory of Israel is God himself. He cannot lie. He cannot change his mind. So all these verses that we are reading about God calling on us to ask because he wants to hear, he wants to answer. He wants to meet your needs. You can hold on to these words and believe them that yes, God will do what he says that he will do. He will make it good. So, if God has given us all these precious promises, why then are people's prayers not heard? A lot of people feel that their prayers are not being answered. Why is that? Well, let's continue to look at what the word of God says about that. In John 1:12, it says, "But to all who did receive him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of god okay are you a child of god everyone in the world is not a child of god but everyone is made by god god has made it in such a way that we have to receive jesus in order to be called a child of god 
So if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are not a child of God and God will not answer your prayers. You cannot just go and be doing whatever you want to do. And when you are in need, you go and throw a request at him and run away. No relationship, nothing. But if you repent and decide, oh no, I've been doing my own things. I want God now. That is what he wants. If you go and ask him for forgiveness, he will forgive you immediately and cleanse you. Then when you pray to him and ask him for your needs, he will listen and answer. So if you are not a child of God, God will not listen to you. God will not answer your prayers. So that is one of the reasons people's prayers are not answered. Another thing, in Isaiah 59 two, it says, But your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. When we sin against God, which is disobedience to God's command, when we do something wrong and we don't apologize, we think that we are right and we stubbornly don't apologize, you have blocked your way. God will not answer your prayer when you pray from then on because there is a barrier. You need to remove that by going to ask for forgiveness. Just like in any relationship, if you offend your husband or your wife, they may not like it. If you ask for something immediately after that or sometime after that, they may not listen to you, they may not give it to you. Why? Because they are angry at you. You have not even apologized. You have not acknowledged that you were wrong. But when you acknowledge and make amends, now you can ask and whatever you ask for will be given to you. In the same way, in our relationship with God, when we offend God, we know your conscience is going to tell you. But if you stubbornly don't apologize, then you block your way between you and God. God will not answer you until you acknowledge that you were wrong and ask for forgiveness. He will forgive you right away, but he wants you to humble yourself and acknowledge it. John 9:31. We know that God does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. God does not listen to sinners, period. You may say, but everybody is a sinner. Well, everybody is not a sinner. Everybody at one time was a sinner. But for those who have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they are not sinners anymore. They are righteous because Jesus has given them his righteousness. Sinners are not sinners because of what they do. Sinners are sinners because of Adam's sin. Anybody 
that came into this world came through Adam because the Adam and Eve we are the first parents so as long as you are born a human into the world automatically you are a sinner the tree just produces its fruits sinners sin because they were born of Adam fallen Adam but when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior we are no longer sinners he recreated our spirits when we received him and his Holy Spirit comes and dwells in our spirit can you imagine God living in your spirit God cannot live in an unclean spirit if your spirit is not renewed and become new God cannot come in there and live but because we have been made new in Christ that is why the Spirit of God can come and live in a born-again Christian's spirit in your spirit not in your flesh does that mean that you don't sin anymore you will fall here and there but you don't make it a way of life you don't make it your way of life that is what God is saying in the book of first John where he says that those that have received Christ that they will not continue to sin because the seed of God is in them when you receive Christ you don't want to sin when you sin it hurts you a lot you don't want to offend him that's not your way of life that's the difference for a sinner sinning is his or her way of life for a believer or the righteous one sinning is not his or her way of life he falls because he's still living in a fallen world in a fallen flesh but God sees you and I righteous in Christ because now we are in Christ in Christ you are righteous when you fall you get up apologize you continue God is not holding that against you Jesus has taken all your sins and punishment due to your sins past present and future hallelujah so don't allow the enemy to rob you your joy because you fell into sin as a believer in Christ you get up and keep moving apologize to God if you offended somebody apologize to the person all right John 16:24 until now you have asked nothing in my name ask and you will receive that your joy may be full wow God wants us to ask was saying until now you've not asked in my name ask ask so another reason is maybe you have not even asked have you asked ask God for what you need don't assume that he knows yes he knows but he wants us to he has made it in such a way that we should ask you know we humans we tend to go help our, our brothers and sisters or even our children especially our children we want to help them because we know what is gonna happen if we don't if they take this step we know what is gonna happen and we want to help them but they don't even ask us for help sometimes you go to help they'll be like mom leave me alone so God respects our free will he wants us to ask 
He knows what you want more than you do, but he wants you to ask. And he tells us to. As simple as asking. So ask. First Peter 37. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. So people's prayers are hindered because of how they treat each other, especially husbands and wives. That's what this passage is talking about. So husbands and wives, your prayers may be hindered because of how you treat each other. You need to treat each other as God says we should treat each other. Wives are to submit to their husbands and husbands are to love their wives. And he says you should treat them with understanding, husbands. If not, your prayers will be hindered. So if you've been asking and it seems that nothing is happening, you may need to, you know, retrace your steps and see where the problem is from. How have you been treating your wife? How have you been treating her? That could be the reason. James 4, 3 And when you do ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may squander it on your pleasures. Mm -hmm. Another reason why your prayers may be hindered or is not answered is your motive. Why are you asking for that? To show off or to help somebody? Do you really need it? What is your motive? God sees our hearts. If you want to show off, if you want to squander it on your pleasures, God says that you're not going to receive it. As simple as that. Another reason could be how you pray. So how do you pray? Many people don't know how to pray. But the Bible told us how to pray. In John 16:23, it says, in that day you will no longer ask me anything truly truly i tell you whatever you ask the father in my name he will give you do you ask the father in jesus's name or are you asking jesus jesus says that in that day you will no longer ask me but whatever you ask the Father in His name, He will give you. So when we pray, we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus. We can ask Jesus to help us. We can ask, relate with Jesus, you know, as a friend, as our Lord and talk to Him. But when it comes to prayer, He says that we should ask the Father in His name and no longer ask Him. So, give us this day our daily bread, whatever your need is. Ask the Father in the name of Jesus. You can talk to Jesus as your friend. He is your friend. He is your Lord. You can ask Him for help. 
can ask him lord jesus look at what's happening in my life please i receive your grace to do this or do that but he himself told us to ask the father in his name and in that day we are no longer going to ask him anything which day is he talking about after he rose from the dead because he was saying this before he went to the cross and when when he rose from the dead his name will be available for people to use because after he rose from the dead he was glorified and given a name above every other name but before he went to the cross he never taught us to pray in his name so ask the father for whatever you need in the name of Jesus and Jesus promised that it will be given to you so if you have not been asking that way that could be why you are not receiving Isaiah 43:26 Remind me of your merits with a thorough report let us plead and argue our case together state your position that you may be proved right God wants you to remind him put him in remembrance of what he has said let's say you are going to ask for food you're asking for your needs you can remind him of what he said in his word father you said ask and you shall receive and everyone who asks receives I am asking you for this right now in the name of Jesus. As simple as that. Use this word and remind him, did he forget? No, but he wants it. He likes it. If he says remind me, then remind him. If he says ask, please ask. Hebrews 4:16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need when you are in need do you go to god confidently knowing that he will answer do you go to god or do you go to your friends you go tell everybody except god then afterwards you expect god to answer your prayers but you have not even prayed Go boldly, confidently because Jesus has made a way for us to go to the Father. He says, "Let us then, because of what Jesus has done for us, go boldly to God. Draw near boldly to the throne of God, throne of grace, that you may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need." We are constantly in time of need, we humans down here. If it's not this, it's that. So go boldly. Do you go boldly? Or are you afraid? Because sometimes when we sin, not sometimes when we sin against God, your conscience is going to tell you. Our conscience will be, you know, pricking us. You go and apologize. You just fall on your knees and say, "God, forgive me. I did this. It was wrong. I am sorry. Please forgive me." and then receive your forgiveness i receive your forgiveness father thank you for forgiving me i believe that you have forgiven me right there and then he will forgive you immediately you ask him whatever you need and he will answer 
immediately you don't need to wait till the next day so this could be other reasons why your prayers are not being answered when you pray do you expect to receive what you prayed for or do you just pray to fulfill all righteousness do you just pray to fulfill all righteousness i know i used to do that i just pray but inside my heart i'm not really expecting it actually i'm doubting it <laughs> i don't know if that happened to anybody but thank god he has set me free from that do you expect god to do for you what he said in his word or is that for a special set of people or perhaps for the people of when the bible was written in other words when will you believe god and take him at his word that could be why your prayers are not being answered because you are asking and you're not really you don't mean it you're not really expecting anything you're just praying for praying sake look at what the lord says in mark 11 23 to 24 truly i tell you that if anyone says to this mountain be lifted up and thrown into the sea and has no doubt in his heart but believes but believes that's the key but believes that it will happen it will be done for him therefore i tell you whatever you ask in prayer believe that you have received it and it will be yours in these two verses we see believe twice that tells us that believing is the key the enemy comes with doubt after you ask then one week passes he will remind you hey has it hasn't happened what are you gonna do it hasn't happened and you begin to get angry with god you begin to doubt will it happen or maybe because of what i did that day if you have apologized god is not even thinking about that he says your sins and your lawless deeds i will remember no more so because of what jesus has done he has forgiven you as soon as you acknowledge that you sinned you did something wrong and ask for forgiveness you are forgiven but the problem is when you pray do you believe that it will happen do you believe that God would do it for you? We're supposed to pray and begin to thank God immediately that he has heard. We read earlier that the confidence we have is that when we pray according to his will, we know that he will answer. And if we know he will answer, then we know that we have received it, though it hasn't come physically. But because we know that what we asked for is his will we can begin to thank him that he has answered us because we trust him that he cannot lie so doubt unbelief could be another reason why your prayers are not being answered and you feel all frustrated with God you feel that God is not does not answer your prayers he answers this other person's prayers but he never answered yours James 1 6 to 8 but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind 
For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. God our Father is a rock. He is not tossed to and fro. He is not thinking twice about what he wants to do. When he says it, that's how he stands forever. The Bible says your word is settled in heaven. He is now trying to make amends on his words. So he wants us, his children, not to be doubting, to believe in him, trust him, have faith. He says when we ask, we should ask in faith, not in doubting. Because when we do doubt, we are not going to receive anything from the Lord. He mentioned it here. So that's how it is. If you ask and doubt whether he will do it or not, forget it. You will not get it. When you ask, begin to thank God, be in faith. If the enemy comes to ask you what you're going to do, tell him that you will continue to praise God until it manifests. God has heard you. Give him some word of God so that he can steer clear from you. 1 John 3.22 And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. When we obey God, we know that for sure he will answer our prayers. Jesus obeyed God in everything when he was here on earth. Everything he asked the Father, the Father did for him. When we obey God, think about natural parents. That child of yours that constantly obeys you and does everything you tell him or her. How do you feel about him? When he or she asks something, I bet you, you do it immediately. You don't even wait. Before he finished asking, you are like, I'll do it. You will get it. I'll do it. When do you need it? Because you love that child. That child trusts you, believes in you, loves you. God made us in his image. So when we obey him, he hears our prayers. He makes sure that everything we ask for, that we will receive them. So these are some of the things that can hinder our prayers. So ask yourself, am I praying according to the word of God? Am I coming to God the way God says I should come to Him? Am I presuming that this is the way God wants us to? Religion may tell you something else. You come to God through these people, this person, that person. But what did the Word of God say? Can we allow God to tell us how He wants us to come to Him? And not how man thought that man should come to God. Let the word of God be your final say. Anybody that is telling you anything, ask him or her, where is it in the Bible? The word of God is supposed to be believer's standard. If it's not in the word of God and the Spirit of God did not tell you that, you need to go to God in prayer with that. Don't do it until you get clearance from God. 
So my friends, God is still in the business of hearing prayers and answering them. If your prayers are not being answered, if you feel that God does not answer your prayers, I would like you to listen to this again. Write down the Word of God, all these verses that we looked at today. Write them down and at your convenience, go through them. Look them up in the Word of God and read them for yourself. Let God speak to you while you read them. And He will show you exactly what He says in His Word. Don't allow man, man's Word, to be final in your life. Let the Word of God be final in your life. So that when you ask, your prayers will be answered. Because God wants to meet your needs. God wants to help you no matter how little that need is. As long as it bothers you, it concerns Him too. He wants to help you. Okay? So, until I come your way next time, may the Lord be with you, guide you, protect you, and grant you shalom peace. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.